0: Hello and welcome back to The Simplicity Diaries with me, Kim John-Payne. This week I've been speaking with a, actually a number of parents about choices for uh, children. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a question and a dynamic that comes up a lot because we're, we're, we're living in a time where uh, it seems very popular to um, give Young children lots and lots and lots of choices and um, I get it I get that we, we uh, when i when I ask parents you know why is it that you 're giving your, your your child so many so many choices? Um, I I hear, you know, like mm, we want to be respectful. We want to honor a child's individuality. We want to raise independent children. And I think that's just a really great aim. You know, I couldn't support it more. I, I'm trying to, uh, um, in my thinking um, and practice, sort of line up our our wish to raise independent children to to raise to raise children who are good problem solvers and good choosers <laughs> who make good choices um with the the just the straightforward brain science um and you know, one of the things that is outstanding to me is is, is watching the development of, of the prefrontal cortex and the frontal lobes in general, which is that very special part of, of a human being's brain. Which can actually hold the whole, can uh, develop a big picture I mean it does many things, but one of them is is to develop a, a big picture of of okay um, here 's all the component parts, and if I make a choice here is how that choice fits into the whole. So it's not just all about this is what I want to do and this is what I want to do absolutely now and my, uh, you know, my world revolves around doing this thing, you know. Um Many of us, <laughs> even as adults, can feel that. But but hopefully on a good day, uh, the frontal lobes come to our rescue and say, "Well, you know what? There are other needs going on. If I do that, then that wouldn't fit so well with what other people are doing, and the timing of that would probably be off." And so on. <laughs> you know, we run a bunch of calculations um, when when we're choosing something. You know, if I choose that, that mm, you know, if I buy that, that's going to have a really big impact on the family budget. Maybe I need to dial that back. I mean, there are so many calculations we make now because the frontal lobes of a young child is barely functioning i mean it's it is of course but in the most in the in the most rudimentary sense it, it really is is n- not even close to being uh as developed as for you know a four-year-old as it will be for a nine-year-old but even at nine it's very dim um when you look at the brain imaging at 12 even 14 15 you know teenagers make decisions that are ex- extremely impulsive we all did it right and that's still because the frontal lobes are relatively immature it's not until the early 20s that you see a maturation and and uh you know approaching full development of that part of our ability to make choices knowing the whole holding the whole knowing the impact understanding cause and effect and so on so when we give our children choices it it needs to be commensurate i mean it just needs to flow in to what the reality is because if we say to a child you know uh um well, you know do do you want the you know what would you like for breakfast I mean, just kiss the, kiss the morning goodbye, right? You get off to a pretty bumpy start sometimes because their choices, you know, they might be okay, but chances are it's going to be things you're going to need to correct. and And then off you go, you know, the trajectory of the morning is set and it's it and it's really understandable that a child would make a choice without really any understanding of the consequences and its effect on the family as a whole the effect on their health the and so on and so on and yet i hear children being given choices way way ahead of their ability to be able to see the impact of that choice both on themselves and on on others and yet as a society we persist in doing this because very simplistically we think well you know if i give my child choices it's going to train them up to make good choices and actually the opposite is happening it's just that's you know if if um If we can take things in smaller steps and build out choices, so the kinds of choices that we give them when they're little uh, are really taking into account that their developmental stage, then I think we're in really good shape. And almost like um, like ripples on a pond, you know, we ripple out and out and out in those beautiful concentric or, or expanding rings, and the choices we give. Uh, expand as a child's ability to make those choices and feel good about them also expand. And for me that's a key thing is that when a child makes a choice, That they feel good about what they've chosen; that they don't need a bunch of of correcting; they don't need is that they somehow have the ability because we give them the right kind of choice, and they feel good, like all is well in the world. It's um, it's a little bit like um, at times you when we we, I've heard you know parents say, and one particular mum I remember at the front of my school. Um, saying, now, would you like to go to Daddy's uh, work? Would you like to come shopping with me? Would you uh, Would you like to go to Sophie's place to play? Would you like to ride on the space shuttle? I don't know. A lot of choices. And the child tensed up. She was six and a half years old and she tensed up and she shouted at her mama and she said, don't ask me. Oh, you know, and I thought, Oh, that's so hard, you know. And the mother said, "Now, let's just consider the choices. Let's go to your feelings." And the little child, you know, hauled back and kicked her mother so hard. And I thought, "You go, girl! (laughs) What what a completely sensible response!" Because the child was, you know, and I felt sorry for everyone, of course. But the child was short circuiting. You know, the mother was offering all these choices. And, um, uh, you know, the mum, you know, there she is standing next to the school counsellor. I wouldn't have liked to have been her. but And she looked at me and she said, well, the way we approach it, I don't know what went wrong because, because you know, we, um, we have her make choices and then we, re- re- we, we review, was that um, the best choice a good choice or a poor choice? and we let her make choices, and then we review. Now, I get it, I get it, it that, you know, that perhaps in the corporate world that's a good idea, but for children, you know, it's it's almost like sort of a, a Democlesian sword hanging over their head, and they're not really sure, you know, and so they're let to make these, this poor little girl was let to make a choice that pretty much she was always wondering is my mother going to be disappointed in me? Um, That's one problem. The other problem with too many choices and the wrong kinds of choices for children is that it fundamentally makes them feel unsafe because they're not sure who's in charge. You know, little children, it's very primitive. They've got little arms. They can't throw a spear as hard, you know, in the primitive world. And bring down their prey. They've got little legs, so they can't run away from a predator like like we can. Is is is, um. Big people, they can't build shelters that keep them warm. I mean, all these things are still very much existent in um, in a child's more, you know, more ancient self in that primitive brain in the amygdala. And you know, when we um, when we give a child a lot of choices um and they don't know who's in charge that is fundamentally stressful for a child it is very stressful because the um it creates a sort of a feeling of hang on I, I, i'm not i can't do all this stuff and yet i'm being asked to make all these choices that that is just doesn't make me feel good and it leads to a lot of security issues and if it continues on for too long i've seen it lead to sort of a build-up where a a, a child just simply becomes anxious and there's a, a, um, a quite apart from all the discipline issues that result from a more, uh, you know, a, a, a child feeling in a sense that they're, they're the, they're the um, equals in terms of, of emotional maturity and development to an, an adult. And so for myriad reasons, uh, carefully getting on top of what kind of choices do we give to children that matches their developmental stage is is something that becomes more and more important um if if we're going to raise our children feeling yeah feeling secure, feeling like we're got it, feeling like they're not suppressed, you know of course feeling like they're they're being seen you know and and heard, so I wanted to give um two uh, possible solutions that 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 might work for you and your family the first one is something i've spoken about in other podcasts and in writing and such is you may choices now you may choices for me uh, is this another way of putting a uh, uh, um, more practically limited choices most of us know about limited choices i don't need to dwell on this a whole bunch but but it's a it's a you may you may choose between the cereal and the to- and toast in the morning that, that's fine, you may choose between those two. And in a sense what you're saying to a child is, yeah, you get a little choice, you do. And your mummy or your daddy or your guardian, you know, is saying, and that's fine too, we're okay with that. When we're, we're, we're not going to ask you to review your choice and find you wanting <laughs> and find you somehow, um, you know, not doing the right thing Thing we're not going to do that to you this is not this is not a trick you know we're genuinely giving you this choice and it also helps establish our own authoritativeness as well in the sense um that while we're still giving a choice it's out of a sense of sovereignty you know that i am the the sovereign as the daddy i'm the sovereign of the family realm uh i'm in charge i'm keeping you safe uh and it's really good by me that you get to choose between these two things now most of us know that and i think more and more people are trying really hard to get uh uh you know move on over to those those limited choices but what happens if a child <laughs> pushes back against that and says, no, I don't want that. I want the cookies. Right? So you've just offered um, limited choice. And, and, you know, hooray, we've, we've done it. We've, we've not given a big open-ended what would you like for breakfast kind of disaster. Mm. <laughs> um, but now there's a pushback no, I want the cookie, no, uh, you know, and you get that kind of response. Well, I think that this, the second step in this little two-step choice uh, piece that I'm talking about today is to is to say to a child, oh, I know you wish that was one of your choices. And you know what? It will be when you're a mummy or a daddy or much bigger, that will be one of your choices, but now that you're little you that's that's mummy's choice, that's daddy's choice, that's grandma's choice, whoever is the adult you know present, and it's a you know i know i I know, and you're 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 kind of going with the child like I know you wish that was one of your choices. Mm. and it will be one day it will but it's not now that's mommy's choice and that's the end of it Uh, and a child may push back no no i want it to be my choice and this will come up a lot if a child's had a lot of open-ended choices you know initially eventually it just gets a whole bunch easier but um and then it's just a repetition. I know. I know you wish it was it was your choice. It is my choice. Mm, it's Mummy's choice and it will be when you're big. And and kind of be a broken record and not get drawn into a kind of an argument about choices because it's, you know, to be arguing with a 5-year-old is a I don't know, it's not a very attractive look. <laughs> (laughs) it just isn't a great look at all um and it just doesn't feel right so the first step is a is a you may a you may choose between this and this and it's and it's good it's okay and and that helps secure a child and it helps them know that while they get a choice their their guardian or mum and dad or grandparent is still in charge will keep them cozy safe and warm and then the second step is is an I know, I know you wish this was your choice, and it is going with a child. It's not going against them. It's being perfectly respectful, but it's being perfectly clear that that's actually not the case, and that's not that's not going to happen. And again, you're you're giving a child the message that you you see them, they they have got a voice, and that will be a choice one day. And that, finally, just I want to add, that choice of yours one day, it's what I write about in the Simplicity Parenting book, I think it's that book, where I talk about um, the gift of anticipation. I think it's wonderful to have children be able to look forward to when they're older that what they'll be able to do. I, I see that as nothing but positive, that a child gets to look forward to, that they'll be having more choices in, in what we're talking about today, that they'll have more choices when they get older. That's, and they can look forward to that. It's, I think it's a gift we give our kids. It helps them with impulse control. And it helps them get a pitch. And I want to come full circle just as we close today. Back to this picture of the frontal lobes. Because when we say to a child, you know, when you're a, when you're a bigger, when you're bigger, you, you will have that kind of choice. Um, maybe when you're a grown-up, you know, if that's appropriate, you know, you'll have that choice. And what it's saying to a child is that as a, as a, as a mummy, as a daddy, guardian, grandparent, we are holding the big picture, you know, our frontal lobes <laughs> are fully developed, you know, and, and and particularly when we choose to use them. <laughs> um, But we can hold the big picture. In fact, you know what? We're holding, and you're not saying this out loud, but we're holding the whole picture of your life. We got gotcha. you. We got gotcha. you. You're safe. You're good. We got gotcha. you we're looking forward to the whole of your life and we know when that kind of choice will be just right for you even though a child might you know still just simply want the toast or want the cookie or whatever it is that they 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 want that is ultimately very very securing for a child Okay, let's, let's close there. And don't forget, if, um, if you uh, would like to speak to me personally, that, that's, as I often say, one of my favorite things to do, and just go on to the Simplicity Parenting website, and you'll see it right there. Request a consult with Kim and um, be delighted to talk to you. Okay, hope that was helpful. Bye-bye for now.